right now. Right now. You're inside. You're inside a whole hour. A whole hour of Red Carpet Radio with Robbie Ray. The show kicks off in five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Red Carpet Radio. I'm Robbie Ray and I'm trending the world with your best in celebrity entertainment, arts and culture with style expert Dr. Courtney A. Hammonds and more. Thank you for tuning in and logging on to the stellar award-winning 1570 WIGOAM Atlanta's Incredible Radio and logging on to WIGOAM.com where we are streaming live. So log on right now so you can hear me all over the world at WIGOAM.com and call us in the bottom of the hour at 404 361 one five seven one. I really missed you guys. I am so happy to be back in the studio on the red carpet. Tonight we have music marketing pioneer David Cato. He's walking the red carpet and David is responsible for marketing some of the biggest artists we've grown to love then and now. Working for Polygram Records, RCA, A&M, Arista, Warner Electric, Atlantic Records, and so much more. David is walking the red carpet and he's talking to me, Robbie Ray. The pioneer is next on Red Carpet Radio.
fast cause I'm Uber on the way Taking pictures, make sure you can see no less That week secure like the money in a safe I look like me, now I'm on the way Let you know when I'm about a mile away When I'm outside, please don't make me wait The party's hot and when we pull up to the gate Girl, we so late I'm just with the crew We ain't out here looking for booze Cause some nights be better with you Stacius, my realtor, has over a decade of experience helping buyers like yourself buy their dream home and selling your homes for their highest value. Give Stacius, my realtor, and a native Atlantean a call today for professional and ethical real estate services. Call Stacius, my realtor, at 678-353-1999. This is Kevin Brake, managing partner of America's favorite Longhorn Steakhouse in East Point, Georgia. If you're looking for great steaks, great food, and a friendly atmosphere, you need to come to 3480 Camp Creek Parkway in East Point, Georgia, where you know you'll get taken care of. Longhorn Steakhouse, again, America's favorite Longhorn Steakhouse. You can reach us at 404-346-4110. Just ask for any manager or any friendly team member, and we'll be more than happy to get you taken care of. We'll see you soon. Longhorn Steakhouse. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You may be looking at your calendar and realizing that it's September 2020. Why are we talking about Christmas? Well, stay tuned. This is Dr. Courtney A. Hammonds with your arts and culture segment on Red Carpet Radio with Robbie Ray. Yes, I said it. The ultimate C word. Christmas. In-store foot traffic is down due to the pandemic, so we will continue to see shoppers like me shopping online throughout the holiday season. Retail Me Not, Amazon Prime, they're already my friends. So how are we going to shift the paradigm? Are we eager to welcome some holiday cheer into the home? Well, I am already searching. I'm already purchasing. And guess what? I'm already about to decorate. I said it. So let me give you a few holiday debt out tricks. So one of the top trends for this holiday season is going to be debt out front doors. No longer the elaborate trees because people can't even come in your home anymore. So we're decking out the front door. 
According to Pinterest, door decor will probably be popular this holiday season. So get out the wrapping paper, get out the decor, and let's see how you're going to deck the front door. The next trend is a blue Christmas, not by Elvis Presley, but for holiday decor with a homemade touch. Search for indigo dyed accents, such as tablecloths, table linens, and even an amazing napkin. The next is a holiday element. Natural, that is. Natural touches. Think fresh, greenery, dried foliage, and even raw wood will make welcome additions to your holiday decor this year. Add it to your front door. You remember that was the first trend. And how can you do that? Within a beautiful wreath or even to a staircase with a festive garland. And here is the last one. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. The trend experts at the Home Depot also anticipate that holiday shopping will start earlier than usual this year. I already told you, I'm already out. Online, that is, shopping. And that's why you can get you a faux tree. Not a real one, but a faux who says that it has to be real. So there you go, ladies and gents. You're going to get a Let It Snow faux tree. You're going to have those natural elements. It's a blue Christmas. Blue is the trendiest color this season. And my favorite, debt out front doors. I can't wait to share my latest creation. There you have it, ladies and gents. This is Dr. Courtney Hemmings with the Arts and Culture segment on Red Carpet Radio with Robbie Ray. Ciao for now. Or shall I say, I'll knock on the door when it's time for the new season. Chat soon. Atlanta, this is yours truly, Atlanta's own comedian M.C. Lightfoot, and I'm blessing the red carpet with the beautiful Robbie Ray on the red carpet radio on 1570 WIGO, Atlanta's incredible radio. Take a ride down the boulevard yeah. And your friends really wanna break us apart Good, good lord I'm set Good, good, good. 
places. Staring at my diamond while I'm hopping out of spaceships. Need your information, take vacation to Malaysia. You my baby, the paparazzi flashing crazy. She swallowed the bottle while I sit back and smoke gelato. Walking my mansion, 20,000 patent Picasso. Bitch, it be dipping, dabbing with niggas like a nacho. Took up a pen and diamond dancing like Rick Ricardo. She having it with the color working on the bachelor. I know you got a pass, I got a pass that's in the back of us. Average, I'ma make a million on the average. I'm riding with no brain, bitch, I'm out of it. The magic behind the marketing in the music industry, breaking artists in your record stores. Well, we have music marketing pioneer David Cato in the house, and he's blessing us on the red carpet with the history in the music business. And when I tell you he has extensive history, he has extensive history in media, marketing, and the music industry itself. Mr. David Cato is on the red carpet. Hello, David. Hello, beautiful Robbie Ray. That beautiful. Thank you. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. I just appreciate you allowing me to, you know, I guess uh, talk about, you know, my my career. And I just, you know, want to impart some knowledge onto some other people. Like you mentioned the record stores. And uh, there's so many shoulders that I stand on, right? Yes. People that have been in the game and taught me the game. How I moved here from Connecticut uh, in 1980, and I just had a blast up and down the city, doing all kind of really, really great things. You know, I had a television show on public access. That's how I got access to... uh, a lot of artists and the labels used to love the fact that back then they used to love the fact that I would come to the artist versus the artist having to come to me. Wow. So I needed to go backstage or I'm at the hotels. And a lot of these people are still friends of mine. Uh, I did stuff with Rick James, Mary Jane Girls, uh, uh, all the rappers, uh, you know, all them folk. Um, and my show is called the Atlanta Rhythm Review. And the labels got wind of me. And then I get a call, I'll never forget it, from Polygram Records, from the late Luther Terry. Actually, it was Tim Monning, the branch manager. But I was supporting Luther Terry. And what Luther did was put records on the radio. And I supported him in retail. So we were doing, going to stores and setting up displays. Then I got to meet all the other merchandisers. Uh, from the other labels. But it was like, then um, I went to RCA and uh, <laughs> the great Leroy Little, who lives up in New York now, uh, the late Bill Williams, uh, then I was working with Weir, Warner Brothers, Electra Atlantic, with Ted Aston, Slack Johnson, and Charles Gear, who I'm still friends with today. And then at A&M, the great Keith Fry. And these guys broke some of the biggest records on radio. Right? Uh, I mean, I shout out to Lyndon Jackson, L.A., Dale Hill, the late James Rhodes. Um, and then the radio, we had Carol, you know, Carol Blackman. What can you say about her? Um, Morris Baxter. What can you say about him at WCLK? Uh, and late Sidney Woods. And Sidney was the one that introduced me to Paul Ploner at WEC, Love 860. And I did kind of what Eli's doing, running the boards and helping produce the shows. And I enjoyed that. I used to have my daughter come and just crash in the, when she was a baby in one of the offices. A lot of fun. 
If it wasn't for Doug Steele, Coast to Coast Top 20, I never would have met you. Oh. Right? Yeah. Norman Smith, one of the biggest concert promoters in this country, taught me everything about concert promoting. Scoville Jenkins taught me everything about TV production. Right? Uh, who, who else can I? I want to holler out to Elise McNeil. Today's her birthday, a childhood friend of mine. Happy birthday. Yeah, while I'm on the air. Um, good God, there's so many people whose shoulders I stood on. So many people. And a lot of these kids today got to understand, you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. Went to Columbia School of Broadcasting and studied radio and television sales. But all I want to do is put records on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And, and, and let me jump in here. Uh, you bring you bring up a very, I mean, names uh, that I just, of people that I was blessed to work with, uh, Bill Williams. Uh, uh-huh. I worked a little while at um, A&M Records for the gospel label. Uh, June Moon was over the um, national part. But what you're talking about is what I, I miss a lot of. I and, do, too. Because back in your back in the day, your job was to walk the record into the radio station, present it to the PD, and get airplay. Right. And and one of the best things I remember is the parties. Oh, come on, stop, Eli. Come on, the listening parties. You wouldn't put out. People don't know what listening parties are now. Hey, we used to do all the big screens and the. All the production for for these labels. But what about the the, the food? The oh big, my the goodness! Big, the big shrimps, the hotel suites. <laughs> Is I mean, that what ra- you remember? Ra- ra- yeah, that's a, that's a big part I remember. And and getting at getting opportunity to meet the artist, which made it more personal for the jock. And then the jock goes back and talks about the party and and pu- push the record. Record promoting his. We don't even have it like that anymore now. Not at all. Since Amen. It's the digital world. Amen. You. You brought up the parties. I didn't even think about that piece. Um, we ain't even going to talk about Jack the Rapper right now. Oh, man. They, Warner Brothers did this release party for I'll Be Sure, right? Okay. At the Rich Carlton downtown. They never spared any expense. Nothing. And, man, it was jam-packed. I shot that, so I got that on tape. Wow. Then they, then they did an a, 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 a in-store where you take the artist in store. Right. With uh, um, iced tea. I got that on tape. Phenomenal. Keith Fry at A&M Records called me to do an interview with Janet Jackson on her first tour when she had her first album out, Janet. I got that on tape. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 been an amazing kind of run. Um, I don't know what else to say other than. I mean, you look at. I'm I'm just blessed, and I think about it from time to time. I'm just blessed that I grew up in an era where we've had we we've seen the music industry transition in so many ways, from albums to cassettes to CDs. You know, and so much good music we have in the back of our hearts. Uh, that we had a chance to be a part of, man. I know. And, and great people like Bill Williams. I had a chance to work with Bill when I was at AM Records. And James Rhodes, man, talking about you could call up James. And the people at Weir were just so nice, you know, and James Rhodes. Do you remember, uh, and I'm going to turn it back over to you, uh, you got more questions. No problem. <laughs> no problem. You remember Jarvis Shelton? Yes, I do. Yeah, good, good friend of mine, T. Merritt. Yes. So, so many one one <laughs> He was at he was at uh T was at uh I wanna say MCA no, that was uh Capital. Capital. Yeah, T was at Capital Records. Craig yeah. Edwards was at uh at MCA. T was responsible for me getting the job with AM Records with June Moon. He uh I was no longer working at Marcos and still wanted to be in the business and he, he hooked me up with June Moon and I got an opportunity to uh, promote music, the gospel music and uh, we got a Grammy uh, while I was working with them for Daniel Winans' Let Brotherly Love Continue album. So, hey man, 
Yeah. You, you got a lot of great memories, man. I know you got some good stories. We don't have, we need about two hours to talk about. <laughs> I know. Just share the let, stories. Let me just tell you what, what, what I'm working on now with Sandra Cato, no relation, and her daughter Jada, who opened up for Howard Hewitt. She, she bad. She bad. And we played the city winery. Okay. But now we're doing this uh, kind of like a uh, 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 Zoom thing called Howard Hewitt and Friends. Oh, okay. And he got, he he know everybody. Exactly. Glenn Jones, um, uh, Ray Parker Jr. I mean, you know, the list just goes on and on. Uh, 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 Stephanie Mills, um, Evelyn Champagne King. Everybody. Wow. Everybody. <laughs> Bananas. Yeah, so, you know, we're putting that together now. And, you know, it's going to change the industry in a little bit because, you know, nobody's doing dates. You know, I've been booking him, Charlie Singleton from Cameo. Roy Ayers taught me how to book dates. You know what I mean? And it's like I had five dates canceled. Right. And happy belated birthday to Roy Ayers. He just had a celebrated birthday, right? 80 years old. Yes. Yeah. That's my, my dude. My life, my life, my life, my life. Yes. In okay. Hey, he he called me. I'll never forget. I was on Monroe Drive. He called me when uh, uh, Mary J. Blige, when he got the check from her remake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he wasn't bragging, was he? How much was it? <laughs> 100 grand. Woo! I would have called you, too. <laughs> oh, I had to call somebody. <laughs> He could have called Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would have been Tyrone for that night. <laughs> yeah, no, he was real happy. But, you know, the record did extremely well. Yeah, 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 it did. It did extremely it did. well. And she did a good job on it. Excellent job. Mm-hmm. Excellent job. Wow. Dave, David, all I can say is that you are a true pioneer. And uh, there was no perfect way to start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to get it all out there. But tell me a little bit about your childhood, you know. What yeah. was your childhood like? I had I had the most wonderful childhood on the planet. <laughs> I had great parents that were both there, which I lost both of them within five months of each other. Um, uh, the music that they used to play in the house, like the Duke Ellington, Sarah Vaughan, Miles Davis. Uh, 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 what's my man does the Christmas record? Johnny Mathis. Right. That's the music that was played in the house. You know, I was born in 61, grew up teenager in the 70s. So all the music, you know, in the 60s was all that Motown stuff, the doo-wop groups. You know, I didn't, I didn't really get a taste of the 50s music because I wasn't here. Right. But my whole thing was 70s. Lakeside, Parliament, Cameo. Uh, 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 Staple singers. Roy. Uh <laughs> Shaka Khan. Yes. Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. <laughs> Stephanie Mills. Right. LaBelle. Benita <laughs> Baker. Wow. Keeps coming. Yeah. And then, you know, that's the that's seven In the 80s, now you had them groups like Wham. Yeah, I love Wham. No, I know. I, <laughs> no, and, uh, 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 what's some cats from uh, Australia? Boy George. and. Well, him? Yeah. You know, his solo stuff was really nice. I was very surprised when he passed. Yeah. Uh, Tears for Fears. Man. So you listen to that, too? <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. Listen to all that music. Wow. And then in the 90s is when Anthony's crew was coming up. Yes. Uh, 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 pick them. Uh, well, you know, obviously, uh, New Edition, who I worked with, they that was in the 80s, but they kept through in the 90s. Aaliyah. Rock the boat, rock the boat. And I hated that record when it first came out. (laughs) (laughs) I love it now. Right, right. You know, R. Kelly. (laughs) Right. Yep. And let me just mention. It's music, though. This is what I'm saying. Right. Beautiful music. Beautiful music. And and you were also kind of, I wouldn't say forced, but you had to listen to the music that your parents listened to by default because it was what it was. But I enjoyed it. Right. You became to love it, right? Oh, absolutely. It was yeah. good music. And see, those are the shoulders that other musicians stand on. See, we all stand on somebody's shoulders. Right. You know, we all do. 
so, and you know, I learned about the progression of music and how, you know, the music from the 40s transpired to the music in the 50s. Music in the 50s became that Motown thing in the 60s, which became the funk thing in the 70s. When James Brown was kicking it, the next thing you know, all these groups, and they'd be a group, groups with like 12, 15 people on stage. <laughs> wow, wow. Tell us about your school history, and, and, and like, how did you know, because I don't know whether you, 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 you got inspired after you went to school and got into the arts, or was it prior to you um, going to school, did you know that you had music in you and you wanted to live a life like this at well, an early age? That's a funny question. Or a good question because my sister, I mean, we went to Catholic school from kindergarten to the eighth grade. I did too, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to a public high school, which was right across the street from me. And I used to, I used to be late every day. I could be on my porch and hear the bell ring, right? <laughs> but I had a wonderful, wonderful high school uh, schooling, right? And I used to get in trouble in Catholic school all the time. Sister who? Sister, what nun got you to, got you in trouble? <laughs> Sister Rita. Uh-oh. Sister Patricia was ours. What? <laughs> hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Eli, I don't know what I did, but she ended up walking me home through the hood. Not in, not knowing None attire. In the nun outfit. <laughs> not with the not with the the thing on her head. All of that. Looking man. like she could fly. Not, not wow. Sister Patrill. Oh my God. Yes. And and you know all the guys <laughs> were there going, <laughs> You're gonna get it. <laughs> and the sister gotta walk you home, baby. <laughs> using big trouble. <laughs> I didn't know what I did. But when I came down here, I moved here and went to the Art Institute. Studying photography. Okay. And from that, uh, me and two other guys developed the uh, talk of the town section and created a loafing. Wow. What? Where they had pictures in, you know, in the beginning. I knew you were special. I shot everything. And you know, I used to do a lot of political stuff. I used to shoot all that stuff from Motown. Um, and, you know, I still have copies of that stuff. Wow. But then that led to... Um, you know, I started doing the uh, the TV show, Atlanta Rhythm Review, and going to Columbia School of Broadcasting. So and, that, you, and you got a great voice too, David. See? Yeah, you do. I told you. See? You, your, your texture is good for radio. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Not as good as mine, but you, <laughs> you, 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 you right on my heels, baby. <laughs> See? That, that, them shoulders, <laughs> you stand on. Wow. That's, that's, oh, gosh. And, and see, now, and then I got into the computer business in, 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 in 19, 19, in 2000, right? right? Best move I could ever do. Wow. So I do surplus computer liquidations. You know, I do laptops, desktops, printers, fax machines, copiers, wow. network equipment. I've been doing that for 20 years. Wow. So the music thing, it became a hobby to me. Because that's how I make my money is in the computer business. Wow! Yeah, so well, you know, you've, it, it, you've done you've done an incredible job. I mean, is there anybody in your family that had to be a part of? I mean, were they? You know, did they do this before you did? I mean, was it just in your blood? I mean, someone had to. Well, my sister you know. uh, dropped out of high school and went to school. I mean, went to school. Went on the road with uh, Earth Wind and Fire, Marvin Gaye. Parliament Funkadelic. Wow. And she used to bring all the paraphernalia, big old box of buttons and T-shirts and uh, 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 bumper stuff. I said, this is what I want to do. See? <laughs> Listen. What, what was she doing with them? What was her job? S- selling uh, merchandise. Selling merchandise. See? Okay. And T-shirts. Okay. See? There's always a story behind it. And it don't just happen. That's how I met Roy Ayers, was through my sister. Wow. I've known him 40 years. Wow. And Man. you knew that this was something that you wanted to do, and you followed in your sister's footsteps. And I did it. You know, uh, 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 he wanted me to go uh, to England with him because he wanted to bring in some T-shirts from Detroit. But he wanted me to do it. I said, when am I going to get another chance? 
to go overseas. Yeah. He played a week at a place called Ronnie Scott's. They plays there every year. And then he played uh, this boat called the Thecla in Bristol. They turned that into a uh, nightclub. It's a boat that's docked. Wow. And God, that was fun. Wow. Robbie, we got to get Roy Ayers on your show. Yes, we do. We're wor- on, hey, we're yeah. working on yeah. it. We got to bring in the sunshine, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, I'm working bring on it. The sunshine. <laughs> and running for you, Ronnie. Oh, man. Shooby doo. <laughs> Shooby doo. <laughs> my life, my life, my life. Okay. Yeah. No, I've I, I talked to his daughter uh, about it. Then, Roy, I talked to him, I don't know, a few days ago. He said he'll do it. Yeah, so I'm excited. I, I would love to have Roy Ayers. We're looking forward to having Roy Ayers. And before I go any further, I just wanted to uh, announce my co-host for tonight. Yep, yep. Anthony is in the studio. Hello, Anthony. Is your mic on? Yeah. Make sure the switch is on. It is. Okay. So we're live now? Okay, I hear myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm broadcasting one-on-one. Make sure the mic switches up. Hey. <laughs> so, good. so y'all got me, um, my voice is not prepared. You sound, you, you got sound a good, good voice. You got and, a good voice, and man. I'm getting and I'm getting uh, talked about a little bit. It's okay. That's okay. <laughs> We're just gonna roll. But with you the got punch. a great, you got a great voice, man. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. I, I appreciate. it. I'm gonna go drink some hot tea in a second, and I'll sound a whole lot better. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Red Carpet Radio. Um, yeah, David. I mean, okay. So you went to the school of broadcasting, and then you started television. And that's what led you to meet a lot of incredible artists. Can you just tell us more about that? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm knowing, uh, and I'm trying to get him on your show, Kevin Evan Evans from After 7, Babyface's brother. He said he'll do it. Yeah. His manager called me the other day, and you gave me some dates in October. Yeah, I have so many people that's lined up to come on my show. Look, don't tell everybody what we're doing. <laughs> Shirley Jones from the Jones Girls. It's okay. Just kidding, just kidding. It's okay because you're doing your thing. Hey, I'm man. doing my thing. Thank yeah. you, David. It, it's yeah. it's all due to David. David is uh, he's he's my boo. Thank <laughs> you so much. Oh, and before you go any further, I would like to thank you so much for bringing me. He came with gifts, you guys. I have a bouquet of assorted roses, all different colors. And the last time David showed up, he had red roses. So I like how you change it up. That's that's like a plus in my book. Okay. And, and what kind of wine you got over there? <laughs> what is that? That's for you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I love it. And and he brought fruit for and, us and too. Fruit, yeah. 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 So yeah. Eli, he gives us love. I, I love. Yeah. I love David. Yeah. I love you too, man. <laughs> Incredible, incredible, yes. incredible. I mean, you know, you got to share the love. You got to pay it forward. You got to look out for other people. You can't be selfish. That's right. That's right. Because the people that, you know, was down with me or taught me, they 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 grilled me, but they weren't selfish. Carol Blackman used to come. I had a loft on the Cab Avenue at 87, and they, nobody knew what a loft was. And we used to give these Crazy music industry parties. We would project uh, pictures up on the wall. Um, you know, I had a DJ in the room, and you know, people would come through. Uh, you know, I give a shout out to uh, Beth and Howie Hodges, Howie Jackson Hodges, who Beth is Maynard Jackson's daughter. We've been friends thirty-five years. We made close friends. Um. My buddy Daryl Hall, Peter Werhan, who, you know, got me started in a sense in the computer business. Uh, Keith Thomas and his entire family. I don't know if these people are listening or not. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. And and you've interviewed so many people. Um, who who are some of the people you've interviewed on your platforms? Uh, Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five. Fat Boys. Wow. 
It's um, nothing but history. Yeah, Dougie Fresh. Wow. So again, here comes W I G O. Yeah. W A E C Paul Pioneer. Tell us about that. Tell Paul, us about your relationship. Paul Ploner. Okay. Okay. Sydney Woods, who was on V103, he was called Kenny Diamond at the time. I'm Great. Sure. And recently passed away. And Great. Recently guy. passed away. Great guy. My condolences. Yeah, I you know I used to see him out at the parties and stuff and. Then, you know, where I lived downtown, he lived across the street. So I'd see him out. And he said, um, so do you, hey, man, we got an on-air position available, excuse me, at WAEC. And that's how I met Paul. So I go meet with him. I loved that job. I don't even, I was thinking last night, why did I leave? I think because Paul left. Okay. Right? I used to collect the money from all the pro- people that had programs. <laughs> <laughs> right there on Northside Drive. Um, yeah, so he and I just started talking again. So I was telling Anthony. I mean, he's got five radio stations. Wow. Part owner in this station. Yes. See, WIGO has history. Absolutely. A- a- anybody that walks through these doors, they are definitely going to excel. Trust and believe. Yep. Yes, that is awesome. And WIGO is where I got my start in high school back in 1975. They had a high school reporter program. <laughs> uh, that that was when that was when WIGO was in the basement of the Georgia Terrence Hotel. I remember that. And Rick Fly was the program director. Um, um, when you mentioned uh, uh, Bill Williams and what was the other guy's name to work with Polygram? Luther Terry. Luther Terry. I saw all those guys coming up, man. And uh, IGO, I got my start right there in the basement of Georgia Terrence Hotel. And 40 years later, I had an opportunity to re- reconnect back up with the station. IGO, like you said, Robbie, it's got history. Yes. A lot of folk have come through here, man. A lot of people. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that Luther Terry was the first real record promoter that I knew. Although, oh, God, what's his name? Um, in Connecticut, before I moved down here. I used to shoot for the New Haven Advocate. And uh, Bobby Adrian, whose name is Bobby Celestine, was a DJ at at, um, at Yale University. This is October 1980. I'll never forget it. And Ro- I mean, uh, uh, Gil Scott Heron wow. was playing at the Whaley Theater. And this white dude was scared to go get him. <laughs> So Bobby asked me and my buddy Pancho uh, to go pick Gil up and bring him to the station. So yeah, I pick him up. We pick him up, bring him to the station. I mean, bring him to the show. Oh, we brought him to the station first. He did an interview. I got it on cassette, but the tape broke. Um, Then we went to the show. And I met uh, Beverly Barnes, who was a reporter for the, for the paper. Right? And she and I became stupid friends. She's from Philly. Um, what's the story behind this one? Gil and I became just as close as I am with Roy. And he passed the same week my mother-in-law passed. We were going to do a show, Roy and Gil together. Eli, can you imagine what that show would look like? Oh, man, I'm just thinking about the revolution. <laughs> See? That would have been great. And, and Gil said to me, you know, I still can't listen to his music. And he's still in my phone. Okay. I mean, that's how close we were. Wow. And um, Roy was concerned whether or not he was going to make this show. But we, we were doing that at uh, uh, Morehouse College. Um. Uh, what's the afternoon drive to? Uh, come on, David. Uh, I said his name. You know, not uh. Oh man. WCLK. Um. Oh God. 
Anyhow, his mother was a director of some program down there. So we we had the place all laid out. Was it Auckland? Yeah. Uh, Jamal Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Jamal Auckland. Yeah. It pays to have history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's still, and, and Robbie, he's still on the air today. What? Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah. A great jazz show on COK. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two to six, I think it is. Yep. Wow. I love you guys. You guys make me look excellent. Finish your story, though. <laughs> oh, so, um, <clears throat> so Jamal's mother was the one that was instrumental because we was going to give the money or a portion of the money to, uh, um, uh, what they call it, uh, the after-school program for kids. So Gil and Roy both loved the idea. I was excited because I knew the show was going to be nuts. And Gil says to me, he said, David, I'll open. You know what I mean? There was no ego involved. He said, I'll open. And then a week later... He passes away. What? Wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. Did yeah. you ever work with uh, Grover Washington? No, I never have. Okay, okay, okay. No, I never have. I worked with Lonnie Liston Smith. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, wow. You've worked with so many people. Uh, Brian Jackson, who was, you know, Gil's dude. Okay. Because Mark Adams, Roy's uh, keyboard player, he's been on Robbie's show. Oh yeah, he had a he had a thing called so funny. You know key- that incredible jazz music piano. Right, right, yes, right, okay. oh my gosh, that was an incredible interview. I've been managing him for three years. Right. Wow. And uh, we, we had a show. He came to me with a show called So Funny Keys about three keyboard players. I said, "Hey, I said, how in the world are you going to do this? You must have bumped your head." <laughs> he started laughing. We played all over the country. Yeah, that's that sound to me. That sounded like a great idea. Who who were the other keyboard players? Do you remember? Well, it was Mark opened up, then Brian Jackson, and then Lonnie Liston Smith, and then Ooh. then the three of them will come back on and do, you know, their thing. Oh, oh man, it was Robbie. It, have you ever heard of Lonnie Liston Smith's music? I, you know what, I probably have, but I don't know. Okay, okay. So I listen to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And because I, when Mark when Mark interviewed, I'm like, wait a minute. I listen to this all the time. <laughs> and you never think about the person behind uh, the music when it comes to that type of music. Right. Because it's so smooth. You're, uh, unless you're just a major fan, you're not always thinking to look at the artist. Right. My brother introduced me to um, Lonnie Liston Smith, uh, Give Peace a Chance. Great song. Yeah. Wow. What about um, Michael Franks? No, I've no, been okay, to his okay. shows, but okay. I never worked with him. Um, trying to think of who else. Sly? Did he work with Sly? Sly and the Family Stone? No, I talked to him one okay. time. Okay. He was he was out of his mind in, 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 in the uh, in the hotel room. <laughs> the name tells you that, huh? Yeah, no, but... His music was just phenomenal, unbelievable. Yes, wow. so much history, Anthony. His music, his music got you excited. Yeah, that's the seventies. Stand, wow. wow. Everybody is a star. Yeah. Wow. Sing a simple song. Yeah. Wow. Polygram Records, RCA, A and M, Arista, Warner Electric, Atlantic. You have worked for some major record labels, and I know you have a funny story down deep inside of you. About what? Uh, one of your, I guess you would say, one of your uh, c- competition competitors, which I think would be L.A., <laughs> Linden to you. Could you tell us a funny story about that? I can tell you a couple funny stories. Okay. He was in my wedding, too, him and James Rose. Wow. Wow. Dale Hill. You know Dale? Dale, Dale and uh, Rick Ross. Who's, yeah. Rick still works with Capitol. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, so, see, the thing people got to understand with the record, with the retail locations back then, right? You had an R&B or an R&B merchandiser, and you had a pop merchandiser. So, the R&B merchandisers could only do stores south of I twenty, and the pop merchandisers did everything north of I twenty. 
So we had the turtles, the record bars, peaches, peaches. Wow. <laughs> These stores were super changed. Uh, I think I said record bar. Right. Uh, uh, and you know there'd be two different stores in the mall or whatever. So I'm in, I'm I'm putting up a display at Turtles on National. First time I met James Rose. And, you know, he was the last man standing until he passed. Yeah. Okay. He was the last man standing. And and, and, and we took care of him till he passed. But he said to me right before he passed, and I almost passed out. He said, David, if it wasn't for you, I never would have got in the music business. Wow. I said, wow. what do you mean, James? He said, I should just love seeing you come in and put displays up. And he said... I'm going to do that. And he did it. So was he working at a record store? Yeah, he was at Turtles. Okay. I know, I know that's wow. What a what a compliment, man. Yeah, you know, and it's like, I, I chills on I got chills on my neck right now just thinking about it. Because Robbie, like I said, James was a nice guy. Oh, he was and, incredible. And he was the, one of the last person standing as far as record people with yep. Warner Brothers. Wow. Yep. Up until two years ago. Yeah. Wow. We were he, we were great friends too, man. He um, when I was working at Marco's, James would supply me with records and music. I remember when Rick Ross got his first job, he was working with James <laughs> side by side. Hey, wait, but I remember when Rick <laughs> when Rick worked in the uh in, in, in the mailroom in the mailroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Night, none, Robbie. He's a big wheel, right? With Capital Records. Wow. I mean, a big wheel, baby. Started in the mail room at Weir. Hello. Wow. That is ugh, crazy. Were you, were, you were at Jane's funeral. Were you at Jane? Did yes, you? I was there. Yeah, I was there too. Lyndon yeah. and I went together. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. yeah so there was competition with. No, you. but see, we were friendly competition. Yeah, friendly, friendly competition? competition? Yeah, yeah. We would always yeah. uh, meet yeah. each other in the parking lot and swap out albums. <laughs> okay. All of us. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, That's awesome. <laughs> you, your music collection you would never That's went crazy. wanting. Right. Yeah. And also, the other piece of the equation was just like, if he put up a display, right? Right. You know, I knew when the, when, when, when display r- would run out, I could take his stuff down. Right. And take it home with me. <laughs> 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 and put it up in my place. Right. <laughs> and oh and they were just, the displays were just that night right oh, they, they were. really were because mm-hmm. like i was telling david i said you know whenever i i do remember coming into the record stores and whenever i came in when you saw that display in the window you think oh wow that's the hottest that's the next hottest song so i want to listen to it in the store you know because i want to purchase it and you're i'm thinking that the people in the, that work in the store is doing all of that i i had no clue that it was all about marketing, and then you have your own outside entity to come in and, and, and give a great display. That was our job. Wow. Awesome. And you got paid to do it. <laughs> and I got paid to <laughs> oh, do yeah. it. Definitely getting a paycheck. Yeah. And a Spence account. See, that's did, what I'm talking about. Did he ever tell the funny story? I guess that was the story. Okay, okay. No, I, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of stories. <laughs> I can't tell you the one about Al B. Sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> so did you meet Al Jarreau? Yes, I did. Wow. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guy. individual. Was he smiling the whole time? Yep. I had pictures of him. Wow. With, um, a loss. I told him, forget what album it was, because uh, Warner Brothers did a luncheon at Rio Mall. Which is now Publix. <laughs> wow. I'm Piedmont. Wow. Uh, Crab Shack used to be there, Crab House or something. Um, we had we put up video screens there. But we were doing uh, a luncheon. And uh, I told him, I said, yo, man, this is this record number one in my car. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that from Prince. Okay. I said, I'm going to use that on somebody because the record was not, I can't think of the name of the song. I mean, it'll hit me probably when I get in the car. But, uh, yeah, I had a chance to meet him a few times. What about Anita Baker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. I met her when she and Luther Vandross were fighting at the Omni. Well, they weren't fighting, but, you know, because they two divas. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> what were they fighting about? Do you remember? Who going to go out first? Wow. Now, and, Anita. And, and backstage, you know, dressing room stuff. Anita Baker, no. She needs to go on fa- first because Luther well, tear the house down. I mean, but both of them would, well, Luther well. would tear the house down, yeah, I guess. Yeah. When he said, boo. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. What would he say? How to do it again, right? <laughs> <laughs> It was over. That's are you gonna funny. be? Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be? Gonna be? <laughs> mm-hmm. So who who opened? Do you remember? Um, I think Anita did. See, okay. I already okay. knew. No, no, that 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 sounds safe. Yeah. Now I'm gonna yeah. tell you another funny story. Okay, um, Prince was playing the Omni. Uh oh. And um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Vanity Six opened. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. So, you know, I knew how to, you know, get in backstage, right? So, and I'm already seated. I got my ticket. I was with my boy. Place was sold out. So I walked backstage, right? God, that, that little area. Boy, memories back there. And uh, I couldn't find, I think Norman did that show. I couldn't find him. So, Jerome Benton comes up to me and goes, man, I, I can't give you any passes, but, because he said, man, I remember you. Because they played uh, uh, Chastain Park, first time the time played here. It was Chastain Park, it was them and Mark Sedain. Wow. He had a record out called Exciting. So exciting. Inviting. All right. <laughs> and, you know, I, that's when I met Morris Day. Uh-oh. And so, you know, I'm backstage and, uh, 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 what's the name? He's got on his full-length mink. Prince. No, no. Uh, Mark? Jerome. Jerome, okay. They said, but I'll give you some tickets. You gave me four tickets. You know what I did? Because, you know, I had my stub to get in. You went on the sold? You sold them. <laughs> See, Hello. that would have been a smart, I mean, marketing. Oh, Hello. Marketing. <laughs> what, else, what else does a person who does marketing do with tickets? See, that's what I'm saying. You laugh. You're like, okay. I'm but see, I mean, the thing was is that I didn't expect that. And it was place was sold out. Still, them tickets had seeds. Wow. And then people wanted to buy them. How much you sell them for? Do you remember? I have no idea. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Ain't no wow. telling. And you're not telling. Okay. I, I, wow. I don't remember. Yeah, David, all I can say is that you are truly a pioneer in the industry. You have done so many incredible things. And I just want to say thank you for walking the red carpet. It's not over. We're going to have to definitely invite you back to I'd learn more. To Any shout outs you want to give? Oh. Well, other than the ones I did, uh, Scoville Jenkins, Sandra and Jay Decato, uh, of course, Beth and Howie, uh, you know, definitely Leroy Little, Keith Fry, uh, these folks are still living, Ted Aston, Slack Johnson, Charles Gere, L.A. Jackson, Dale Hill. Hey, L.A. Carol Blackman. Doug Steele. Carol. Doug Steele. Doug. Hey, Doug. You know what? I was going to come up next. Oh, yeah. Um, just all my friends and family. And, and you got to send a shout out to your beautiful daughter. She's working. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Grace. <laughs> hey, Grace. You're so beautiful. She said, make sure they tape it, Daddy, so I can listen to That's her. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. And this has been a great interview. It really has. I Thank mean, you. Amazing. You, you know what's funny, Robbie? Yes. When I heard him on, on on the phone so many times, I pictured him as this big, heavy set guy. Because over the phone, his voice sounded so heavy. You right. Know? Right. I, 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 <laughs> little skinny dude. <laughs> little, little skinny whip. <laughs> I know. But what a great, what a great story, man! I'd love to sit down and have lunch with yes. you. Yes. You know, you and you and a lot of you guys in the industry, one thing I like about you, 
that you have some great stories. But what I really like about you is you are just as humble today yes, as you were then. And that is the key to success. It is. Hey, man. Pay it forward and be humble. And, you know, I didn't even get a chance to talk about Jack the Rapper. Oh, hey, man. we're going to come back. That'll be part two. <laughs> That'll be part two. David, David Kato on the red carpet, part two. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for walking the red carpet. Uh, give us your Facebook page so, so all of your friends could follow you. Um, David B as in boy, Cato, C-A-T-O, on Facebook. Awesome. Promise me you'll come back to Red Carpet Radio. I, I promise. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, music marketing pioneer, David Cato. Thank you. Thank you. America's favorite Longhorn Steakhouse in East Point, Georgia. If you're looking for great steaks, great food, and a friendly atmosphere, you need to come to 3480 Camp Creek Parkway in East Point, Georgia, where you know you'll get taken care of. Longhorn Steakhouse, again, America's favorite Longhorn Steakhouse. You can reach us at 404-346-4110. Just ask for any manager or any friendly team member, and we'll be more than happy to get you taken care of. We'll see you soon. Longhorn Steakhouse.